0: Surrey has a rich military history and there's a fascinating book called Surrey's Military Heritage. I'm Josette Lesser and I'm delighted to be joined by Paul Missourier, the author.
1: Thanks, uh, Josette. Yeah, I've always had an interest in history, local history, military history. In fact, I I grew up on the Channel Islands on Guernsey and um, then coming to Surrey um, in 2006, uh, I live in Epsom. And uh, as soon as I, I moved into the area, I started researching into local history. I wrote uh, some articles for Epsom and Local History Society, mainly around the Second World War. And then that led me on to writing this book. And it is a fascinating book, I have to say, Paul. So what were
0: you most surprised about?
1: Well, I think just generally, the fact that Surrey is between London and the South Coast, and therefore it really uh, was at the forefront of defences, of invasions, going back to the Roman and Norman times. But uh, I, I suppose my main interest really was around the Second World War. And since we've just had the 80th anniversary of the Battle of Britain, Uh, I thought it was, you know, it would be really appropriate to talk about, you know, the role that Surrey played in the Battle of Britain, especially around the RAF air bases that are located in the county.
0: Of course, Battle of Britain
1: with the 10th of July until the 31st of October
0: 1940. So very intense. Tell us a little bit about the Surrey involvement.
1: Yes, in the county, I guess there were really three main airfields that were basically involved with the Battle of Britain, and the center of that was around Kenley, which is near Decaturham. We also had Redhill Airfield and Croydon Airfield. Now Croydon, at the time, was in Surrey. Of course, it's no longer in the county of Surrey, but uh, during the Second World War, it was part of Surrey. But Kenley, I think, really was the center of the RAF operations for Battle of Britain, as far as Surrey is concerned and was taken over by the RAF just before the war started. They built concrete runways around 1939, 1940, and then it became host to a squadron of hurricanes and spitfires. So really quite instrumental in fighting the Luftwaffe as they came over to attack our island and also to prepare, if you like, for the invasion that Hitler had planned at the time. So Kenley uh, really was the mainstay of the Battle of Britain as far as Surrey is concerned. And I guess the main event that took place then was in August 1940 when it was attacked by German bombers and uh, significant damage was caused at the time. There were several people killed on the ground. Some of the aeroplanes were damaged as well as some of the buildings, the hangars. But uh, fortunately, the airfield was back in operation uh, within about 24 hours. So then it was back fighting the Luftwaffe. So that was the Kenley. Croydon, before the war, it was uh, the busiest international airport in, in Europe. But it was taken over just again, uh, just before the Second World War started and the base of uh, RAF. And again, the, uh, during the Battle of Britain, it was also attacked. The damage to the airport wasn't significant, but unfortunately, uh, there was a large factory uh, nearby which was manufacturing parts for the RAF, and that was uh, significantly damaged with a large loss of life. Those were the two
0: main airfields of the RAF, but you also mentioned there was a third.
1: Yes, Red Hill, again, uh, was used um, before the war as an RAF pilot training facility. And so that was also a a substation, if you like, to Kenley. Now, during the war, it became the base for Polish squadron. And uh, they used to train Polish pilots at uh, RAF Red Hill. Uh, The airfield is still in existence. It's a private airfield uh, at the moment. And then moving on from the Battle of Britain, during D-Day preparations, it was heavily used for building up stores and ammunitions that were used Uh, during D-Day.
0: You mentioned the Polish, but of course we had a lot of Americans as well.
1: Yes, the Americans uh, uh, were also stationed in Surrey in some of the airfields, etc. And I suppose there it would be an appropriate moment, if you like, to talk about an incident that happened at Reigate during the Second World War. There was a, a B-17 flying fortress. This was one of the sort of the mainstay of the U.S. Uh, Air Force. And it had been on a bombing mission over to the border of Germany and Czechoslovakia. So that's a good 600 miles uh, a round trip, a, a really long trip. They were on their way back. I think it's a sort of a, about nine hours that it took to get there and back. And they weren't really that far, unfortunately, from their air Base, which was in Northamptonshire, So the weather conditions at the time were really poor and usually in that case, the squadron uh, of bombers, they were instructed to fly separately in bad weather so that they wouldn't uh, be involved in any collisions with themselves. Unfortunately, this one particular bomber was heading back in this bad weather conditions and sadly flew into Reigate Hill. All nine of the flight crew were killed. And there is still now, if you go to Rygate Hill, there's still a clearing there uh, where you can see where the bomber crashed. There is a, a, a memorial to the crew who sadly lost their life. And uh, so you could still go along and, and see where this happened.
0: Let's talk about uh, the other military side of it, which of course was the Surrey regiments from the army that we had. Tell me a little bit about those.
1: Yes, so um, Surrey traditionally has had two regiments. One is called the East Surrey Regiment, and the other is called the Queen's Royal Regiment of West Surrey. So if if you like, there's one regiment for East Surrey, one regiment for West Surrey. And uh, in fact, the West Surrey Regiment is one of the first original regiments of the British Army, and it, you can trace its origins back to the 1600s. But anyway, both of those regiments were, of course, uh, like many other regiments from throughout the country, involved in the Second World War.
0: And what happened to those regiments over the years? We know, anyway, the army regiments have disbanded or been amalgamated.
1: Yes, yeah, so absolutely right. So in in the 1960s. Both of those regiments, the West Surrey and the East Surrey regiments, were amalgamated with other regiments from uh, Hampshire, Kent, and Sussex, and uh, they became one regiment. And now they're all part of what's called the Princess of Wales Royal Regiment.
0: So, finally, I'd like to ask you what is the standout part of history for you during the Second World War in Surrey?
1: That's a good question, yes. I've always been very much interested in the RAF and uh, the achievements that took place during the Second World War. And and so there's one very important person, which I would like to draw attention to. And, and that's uh, Barnes Wallace. And he has a very strong connection with Surrey. Originally, his career was nothing to do with aircraft, but he was a, a marine engineer working at a shipbuilders. But anyway, after that, he, became involved in designing airships and then actually moved to Surrey in the 1930s when he started working for Vickers. Now Vickers, their main base was at Brooklands near to Weybridge and therefore he moved to Surrey and started working at uh, Brooklands. Now he was involved in designing some of the main bombers that were used by the RAF. One of the most famous is the Wellington And he came up with a brand new design, which was based on a more or less a lattice structure, uh, which meant that the aircraft was very strong, reliable and durable. Um, So that was one of his first major achievements. But of course, he's probably best known for the bouncing bomb, uh, which was used during the Dambusters raid. And part of the testing of that took place at Silvermere Lake, which is near to Brooklyn's. And it's now a golf course. But you can see the small lake is still there. So he was heavily involved in that. And then after that, he went on to design some very large bombs, one of which is called the Tall Boy. And that was used towards the end of the Second World War. So he, he carried on working for Vickers based at Brooklands until the 1970s when he retired. He lived in Effingham during that time, and he's buried in the local church in Effingham village.
0: Well, that is a really nice connection for Brooklyn's radio. So Paul LeMessurier, author of Surrey's Military Heritage, thank you so much for speaking with me.
1: Thank you very much, Josette.